How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Oh, hey, how's it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to be talking about the real key to your future success. And for all our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to sidlickbook.com to grab your pre-sale copy of the Shit You Don't Learn in College book open now. We're giving away over $3,000 in bonus trainings and programs during the pre-sale, which is only available for one more week. So make sure you grab it now, S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com. Check it out now. Now let's get on with the show. All right, a little bit of context. If you want to have more, now you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't want to have more. We all want to have more. Well, let me ask you this. Raise your hand if you don't want to have more. And though I can't see your hand being raised, I'm assuming that nobody's actually raising their hand because most of us want more in life. We want more money. We want better relationships. We want more freedom. We want better health. Uh, There's a lot of stuff that we want in life. And the reality is if you want to have more, you must become more. This is a famous quote from Jim Rohn. He says, if you wish to have more, you must become more. You must become the person that deserves the things that you really want. Right. So the reality is who you are actually dictates your future outcomes and who you are is made up of four things. It's made up of the thoughts you think, the habits you have, the actions and decisions, actions you take and decisions you make and the beliefs that you believe. This is who you are as a person can be broken down into these fundamental pieces. Right. But the reality is, where did these thoughts come from? Where did these habits come from? Where did these actions come from? And where did these beliefs come from? Well, this is a deeper question right? Because where you've been oftentimes dictates who you are. Now, our subconscious is 95% of our brain. Our subconscious is 95% of our brain, the emotions we feel, the beliefs we have, uh, the way we make decisions. Uh, You know, we have 60,000 thoughts that we think every single day and only 10,000 of them are conscious. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Um, But all our feelings, all of our emotions, how we run our body, all of our habits are all subconscious, right? And this subconscious is programmed by the people around us. It's programmed by society. It's programmed from the the things that we've been through as a kid. So the reality is, right, our past programs who we are and and who we are dictates our future. Then if we're not careful, our past will dictate our future. Have you ever heard of the, the guy or the girl, the man or the woman Maybe it was you who went through a tough breakup. You know, maybe, maybe this person went through a tough breakup where they were cheated on. And because of that, in their future relationships, they won't open up. They always get jealous. They're always afraid that their partner is going to be, you know, sleeping around or something like that. And because of that, 
they can't build a strong relationship with anybody and they end up having really close, uh, sorry, really shallow, short relationships and they're never able to really find true love. Now, the reason for this, right, is because most of these men and women who've been hurt in their past and everybody, every one of us has had a, a tough breakup. But the reality is, you know, if we built a house and that house came crumbling down because it had a shitty foundation, right? And then we took those same bricks from that same house and tried to build another house. It's not going to end very well, is it? This is how most of us behave. Most of us take the bricks from our past houses and we try to build future houses. Oh, this one-story house didn't work out very well, so now I'm going to take the same bricks and try and build a three-story house. Uh-uh, that shit's not going to work. We need to fix that. We need to change who we are. Think of the business owner who got screwed by a partner or a team member, right? And they lost a bunch of money or they lost their business or something like that. They get screwed over. And because of that, moving forward, they're, they're distrustful. They don't put their faith in their team members. They don't give them the opportunities that they really deserve. They try and hold them back. They try and hold them down. And because of that, they lose great talent. They lose great people. They're a terrible leader. Our past can dictate who we are if we allow it. And who we are dictates our future. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't want my past to dictate my future. So the reality is we must change. If we want to be successful in life, if we want more in life, Marshall Goldsmith says, what got you here will not get you there. So we must change as individuals. Now, there's three steps to changing who you are. Number where you must become aware of your past programmings. You must become aware of your past faults. You must become aware of the things that you've been through that programmed you. Now, our programming, our subconscious mind is programmed by two things. It's programmed by repetition and it's programmed by emotion. So if you've had something happen to you repeatedly over and over again, it will program your subconscious and create who you are. If you've had something deeply emotional happen to you, like a loss or a trauma, a tough breakup, this will program you as well and it will dictate who you are. Now, the reality is if you can't allow yourself to forgive, to forget, to move through the emotional trauma, you'll never be able to change your future. So number one, we, be, we must become aware of our past programs. And number two, we must make the decision to change the actions, decisions, thoughts, and beliefs. And then we must repeat. This takes work. This takes a lot of energy and a lot of conscious effort. It is a daily process. The reality is we will not become more successful just by sitting on our ass and hoping that we will get there. We must change who we are. If you were, if you were a scrawny and you wanted to put on more muscle, you got to go to the gym every day. You got to eat in order to gain muscle, right? You have to pay attention. You have to learn and educate yourself on what it takes to become stronger, to become bigger, to become faster. The same goes for your mind. The same goes for your habits. The same goes for your beliefs. You must put the work in every single day. And this is not ending. This does not stop after one time of doing it. Have you ever noticed how we embellish a negative story? Think about it, right? You've had something negative happen to you, and then when you go tell it to somebody else, it, it gets a little bit more negative, right? It gets a little bit bigger. And most of the time, that story uh, justifies why you're not taking an action you really need to take, why you're not moving forward in your business, why you're not moving forward in your health, why you're not fixing the gaps in your relationship. You know, these negative stories get embellished. Now, be honest. Think about this. Raise your hand. Have you ever embellished a negative story? Of course you have. Every single one of us has right? Now, why do we do this? Well, we do this because it actually creates stronger bonds. Evolutionarily, when we tell stories, specifically negative stories, evolutionarily, we wanted to tell negative stories as warnings to our fellow, uh, you know, ancient humans. Like, oh, like we wanted to embellish these stories about the saber-toothed tiger or the problems with the other tribes because it would keep us safe. It would protect us. 
But the reality, what's really going on now, when we embellish a negative story, just like I mentioned, what programs your brain? Repetition and emotion. So when you embellish a negative story, when you make it more negative than it actually is, you're actually creating a negative trauma in your brain that was worse than the original situation. Our brain does not understand the difference between a real event and a vividly imagined one. So when we embellish a negative story, it actually creates a worse trauma, a worse programming, and it leads to us having more negative beliefs, taking more negative actions, more negative thoughts, and worse habits. So notice when you catch yourself embellishing a negative story, we must catch it and we must change it, right? When you feel the negative story, notice why maybe it could have been beneficial, could have helped you grow, right? Now, if you're feeling shitty about it, make sure you're feeling through the negative emotions, but see if you can flip the script. We must catch it and we must change it because programming our brain negatively is what allows us to stay in victimhood. And we can never create a life that we truly want if we're living in victimhood. We must become the victors. We must become the authors of our story. Every moment that we make excuses prevents us from taking control and taking ownership and taking action. The reality is you can get results or you can have excuses. You can't have both. So we got to stop programming ourselves negatively and making excuses. Now, like I mentioned, 60,000 thoughts in a day. We have 60,000 thoughts in a day and 80% of them are negative. And 95% of them are the exact same as the day before. This was found in the Lehigh study of Cornell a few years ago. 60,000 thoughts. 80% of them are negative. 95 of them are the exact same as the day before. We are reliving our traumas for no reason at all other than we get addicted to it. We get addicted to the trauma. We get addicted to the safety that it brings us, the comfort that that emotion brings us. Our brain, our subconscious thrives on safety and comfort. It seeks the familiar rather than allowing us to push forward into the unknown. And that's where worry keeps us. Now, those 85%, what, what they found is those 80% of negative thoughts and worries, they found that 85% of what we worry about, this is the same Cornell study, they found that 85% of what we worry about never happens. That means five out of six times when we're worried about something, it never happens. Now, here's the real kicker. The 15% of the time that it does happen, the one out of six, percent, the one out of six that it does happen, 79% of the time, subjects discovered that it actually wasn't that bad. Or that they actually needed it. That it was actually beneficial for them. Now that means if 79% of the 15%, it was actually not that bad or actually needed it, that means 97% of our worries are bullshit. 97% of our worries are absolute bullshit. That means only 3% of the time, one out of 30, our worries are worthwhile. Yet we allow our worries, we allow our, we allow our minds, we allow our past programming to dictate our lives. So we have to take control. We have to visualize our future. We have to meditate on our past. We have to do affirmations, do mindset work. We have to be conscious of the actions, of the decisions, and the beliefs that we make. We need to consume podcasts like this, audiobooks like this, that are driving you forward. This practice has to become a daily habit, just like going to the gym, just like eating well. If you wanted to be fit physically, you would eat well, you would go to the gym, you would work out. If you want to be fit mentally, you got to do the same. Like a stone cutter cutting a stone slab, that stone cutter could hit that slab with his hammer a thousand times and it would show no signs of breaking. And then on 1001, it breaks in half. 
The reality is we must put in the work over an extended period of time. And sometimes we don't even notice that our brain is shifting. We don't even notice that our emotions are shifting, that our actions are shifting. So I want to give you an exercise to start today so that you can start to shift what you're doing. You can shift your thoughts. You can shift your beliefs. And here's what you're going to do. Now, if you're running on a treadmill and listening to this or you're driving in a car, do not do this exercise right now. Make sure that you come back to this when you can sit down at a desk with a pen and paper or a Word document. Now, the first thing that I want you to do is just take five minutes. I want you to take five minutes and just write down what your big goals are. Maybe, maybe it's just something simple, like you want to have, uh, have your own business, or you want to have a six-figure coaching business, you want to you have your own e-com business, right? Maybe it's a lot more complex than that, but just write down what your goal is, maybe one year, two years, three years from now, wherever you want to be, any goal. Now take five minutes, and I want you to write down any actions you do now, any thoughts that you think now, any beliefs that you have now, and any habits that you have now that hold you back. Take five minutes. I want you to write down all the actions you take now, all the thoughts that you think now, all the beliefs that you have now, and the habits you have now that hold you back. Because these are the parts of you that we need to change. Every single one of us can change. I've done it with thousands of clients. If you believe that you can't change, this is a belief that you need to change right? Now I want you to write down, write down what actions, what thoughts, what beliefs, and what habits would drive you forward to that goal. How would you have to behave as a person to drive you forward to that goal? I want you to list out 10 character traits of the character of the person you need to become in order to achieve that goal. Maybe it's courageous. Maybe it's decisive. Maybe, you're, maybe you need to be more of an action taker. Write down these character traits and write down these traits and keep both of these lists visible somewhere so that you can see, hey, when am I acting in a way that's holding me back? When am I thinking in a way that's holding me back? When, I'm, when am I believing in a way that's holding me back? And what are the habits that I have that are holding me back? Maybe it's watching Netflix too much. Maybe it's late night social media surfing, right? What do you really need to be doing? Instead of late night social media surfing, why don't you listen to a good audiobook or read a normal book? Instead of Netflix, why don't you spend time listening to podcasts? When you think negative thoughts, catch yourself and go, oh, that's cute, Xander. But that's not true. What would be a better thought to think? The reality is if you want to achieve more, you have to become more. And the only way that you're going to do that is first to become aware. This is metacognition. We have to be aware of the thoughts. We have to be aware of what we think. We have to be aware of our feelings, our behaviors and beliefs. Until then, you've lost free will to unconscious programming. But the moment that you become aware, you start to exercise your free will again. That's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure to implement what you've learned here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten anything from this podcast, don't forget to go to sidlickbook.com and grab your pre-sale copy of the shit you don't learn in college book open now. This is going to be your last chance to get over $3,000 worth of bonus trainings and programs. So if you want it, head over to sydlicbook.com and check it out now, and I'll see you on the other side. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.